you know, to all those agents out there, don't be afraid to break your business. I think that there are so many times where we're caught in a space and place where um, we're afraid to make the changes and change is supposed to be hard, right? Mm -hmm. and I, when I look back at the eight years that we've been together, I think we at least broke our business twice, mm -hmm. right? Where we had years where we didn't progress. In fact, our production stepped back, but there were need, there were things that we needed to do to be able to set up the life and set up the business that we wanted for the next three years. Well, on this week's episode of Entrepreneurial Impact, we've got Crystal and AJ from the AJ team out of our Lake Ridge office with Keller Williams. I'm really excited to have them on from a power couple to building out an amazing business. And also, uh, I will give a shout out to Crystal for AJ allowing her to come in and really take the reins on the operations and make it a true business. He's got amazing you know, energy. You'll see that within this episode. That's why I'm so excited to have them on. Uh, but without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to you guys. Like, Tell me your story. Like, How'd you do it? You know, What's your passion? What's your impact? Like, here you go. I mean, I think you already know the best part of it, Joe. You already let him know that he's a smart guy by bringing me on board. Like, that's the biggest thing that's been the tremendous, like, blessing in his business. You know, it's not, nothing else left to say. Nothing yeah. left. Yeah. We, can end, <laughs> we can end the podcast right here. We good. <laughs> but no, um, as you mentioned, my name is Crystal Johnson. And um, Alan and I are a husband and wife team uh, who are running the AJ team here in Lake Ridge, Virginia. And what I will say is that, you know, Alan brought me into this business kicking and screaming. No, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, it's been a great journey. I think that it's probably more important for Alan to start with telling the story and then kind of infuse how I came along on this journey. So, Alan, why don't you go ahead and get started? Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for having us. Um, oh, of course. I always want to make sure I, I'll start there. Um, the opportunity to tell your story is 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 a very unique opportunity because as as a uh, as a black man sometimes we don't get to tell our own narrative right we don't get to tell our own story um, people tend to make up the stories on their own or they're not or we're not in a position where we get an audience that really cares about hearing our story they see the things that are on TV that are negative right they th they see the things that um that really um you know captivate people's attention but our story is i think just as impactful and important and for you to have the foresight to want to tell our story speaks a lot about you first and foremost um so i started out uh, selling real estate about 21 years ago graduated from george mason university um, i'm the proud son of, of two really hardworking parents that uh that that were only able to send me to school because of a piece of real estate that they purchased um, my dad purchased some real estate in Charlottesville, where I'm from, Central Virginia, and uh, he knew that it would be easier for him to buy an investment property and use that investment property property to leverage my college education than to save money to pay for my college education. So he did that. He bought a piece of property. When I went off to George Mason, he used the home equity line of credit to pay for my five years that should have been four. So, <laughs> so, so, so thank goodness that the equity was rising a little bit <laughs> for that last year. Um, like a fine wine, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I graduated from school, um, you know, had this dream of getting this desk job with this, you know, over in, uh, in Reston on Sunrise Valley Drive. That was the Shangri-La of, of all jobs back when I was coming out of school, the tech, the, the tech corridor. Um, and uh, I lasted about two weeks. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm surprised you went two weeks, man. I, <laughs> two you, you whole weeks. <laughs> you, you lasted probably a shorter amount of time than I did. Um, but yeah, I um, I think I got myself fired. I think I got myself fired. <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah. You definitely got myself fired. Um, 
<laughs> but the long story short, um, you know, I came back to school, got, uh, you know, reconnected with the guy that I went to school with. And, you know, the first question I asked and the first question everyone asks when you get out of college is, what do you do? Where do you work? He said he worked at a car dealership. Um, I said, for real? I was like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I asked him the magic question. You know, how much do you make? He said, uh, he said, 95,000. I said, oh, for real. <laughs> I think I want to sell some cars. So uh, that weekend I sold my first Mazda Miata um, and and really enjoyed it. Like, I, you know, I didn't. Oh, I had a question. Yeah. You know, for those of you listening, that you can't see how tall AJ is. Did you get inside the Mazda Miata? <laughs> I did. I did. Here's the great thing. All right, well, here's the challenge. I could only get into Mazda Miata if the top was down because I could get my leg over and my head would pop out hot, tall enough to uh, to be able to fit in the car. Uh, <laughs> but I have driven a Mazda Miata. Um, I'm just having a vision of, of that just image and just like, it's uh, seared into your brain now. Like you'll never get it out. It's that <laughs> I was younger and more flexible then. Let's just say that. Um, my knees were in the way, but. Um, Ended up selling that car. And two years later, you know, my accountant was like, hey, you're making good money. You need to buy a house because uh, you need some write off. So I called called my dad. My dad said, well, you know, here's the funny thing. I've got ten thousand dollars that I saved for your graduation present that I never told you about towards purchasing your first house. Um, went through the process of purchasing my first house, had a horrible experience. You know, people looked at me, um, you know, looked at me like they look at many people that look like me. I was young. You know, I was I was either too young, too black or smelled too much like party. I always say it's one of those three or maybe a combination of those three. Um, but uh, but we'll talk about that offline. Um, but ended up uh, ended up um, going to an open house and uh, this young this lady uh, said that she would help me. Um, so um, my next Tuesday, I, I came into her office. I never forget. It was in Springfield. And she stood me up and. Um, you know, I was like, man, I called my dad. I was like, that's, that's, that's a, that's a sign. I'm not supposed to buy a house. You're supposed to give me the money so I could buy a car. I can get a good deal on a car. He was like, ah, <laughs> that's not how it works. And my, my dad's so, so smart and so wise that he gives the universe time to, to answer questions. Sometimes wise people let, let time answer questions. So the next time was quick. The next person that came into the car dealership was a young Latino kid named Lydio. Lydia was a realtor. I told him that was obviously a sign. I ended up buying a house from him. And simultaneously through that process, I uh, went to get my license at Nova Community College. Um, and I decided at that moment that anyone who looked like me or anyone who didn't look like me or anyone who just needed someone that was going to look past who they were, who they looked like, and to serving them would always have someone to serve them. So 21 years later, a lot of homes later and the ability to be able to work next to my soulmate and have some great people on the team and a great tribe. That's my story of real estate. So what I think is great is why I wanted you guys to be on for this, this podcast was just knowing the background of real estate of how hardworking your dad was. And that like, as a generational wealth creation, that real estate really was that vehicle. And you've got hard stories that are like actually concrete and grab and say, Hey, look, because of the, the ability to leverage real estate, I was able to go to school and then I know you guys got a bunch of properties under management and things like that without within Northern Virginia, which is just great for your, your daughters to be able to pass that on to them and actually be able to be entrepreneurs and bet on themselves. Right. And I think the coolest part for those of you listening, that the one thing I really love and respect about Crystal and AJ is just the ability to bet on themselves and realize that like, if it's meant to be, it's up to me and that I'm going to go out there and make a better life for me, my family, but then also be able to pass that, those, uh, 
helping hands to other people that might have been passed over uh, because of, you know, race, color, whatever it may be, and be able to be that spokesperson of change, which I think is really cool from getting to know you too. Um, so I just want to say that's been the reason that I just love engaging with you all and being able to put you on the podcast because it's something I think even as a white male that like I don't I don't have that experience, but I know it's there and being able to put that forward for change and be able to get get a story out there for how other people can do it and be inspirational is really cool. And that's I just give you kudos on that one. Appreciate yeah, that's you. awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, he's slaying some houses, doing whatever, not really a business, but he's just got his energy and his passion and his uh, just like flavor of people that just like get attracted to Alan. He's got that like ethos, right? Crystal, you come in and actually make the thing of business, right? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give Alan credit. Like he was running a pretty, a pretty good business, but you know, it's one of those things where you can literally, just on the talent that he has and what he, his business acumen to that point, he, he could put anything together, right? He's one of those people where he can shoot from his hip and it's going to be successful because he has the drive, the determination, and he's very focused. Um, so when I came in, I was in corporate America. I was I had that dream of, I'm going to the C-suite. I'm going to be the president of the division. And I was there for probably 13 years with the same company, just going through the ranks. And you know, lo and behold, we're in the government contracting world, right? Northern Virginia, we lose a contract that we had for 18 plus years, which was like unheard of in our industry and where we were. And during that time, you know, Alan approached me and he was like, well, you know, I've been thinking that you should come join our business. And speaking about the fact that, you know, you got to just bet on yourself, right? And take a step out. We decided we we're going to bet on ourselves, right? We were in a very comfortable situation where uh, my income was taking care of all the family's bills and Alan could focus his income in the real estate business on growing our generational wealth, investing in properties. So it was going to be a big deal for us to me to step out of having a very secure job that was paying me, you know, on the clock every two weeks. We had our health insurance and all that good stuff, but we decided that we were going to bet on each other, that we know we could take it to the next level. And that's what we did. You know, the skills that I was able to acquire over those 13 years gave me the opportunity to be able to come into the business and kind of look at it from a um, bird's eye view and then go really deep into the details to see where I can add value. The one thing I didn't want to do when I joined the business is not join because I'm Alan's wife, right? You know, I'm joining because Alan's wife is unemployed. She needs a job. <laughs> so I'm just going to hire her. Like I was like, no, I got to bring value to the business. So I saw an opportunity where I could really bring value. Um, what I did in my previous world and in investigations is that I was a leader of about 400 investigators throughout the metropolitan DC area. And my responsibility was people, processes and productivity. And that is such a very like um, common and transferable skill that went into real estate and building our real estate business. Um, so really I came in and I focused on those three P's, right? I focus on people. How do we have the right talent and partners around us who are committed to the same things? I focus on the productivity aspect of things, really dove deep into the models of KW, into the models of how we can build a very great real estate team and making sure that everyone was able to meet their personal financial goals and the business's financial goals. And then um, I dove into uh, processes, right? I wanted to make sure that we had all of our systems tight and in place um, so that we can truly just make sure we elevate this thing to the next level. And, you know, eight years later, I'm still here. I haven't killed Alan. We work together every day, right? I get to talk to him about real estate every day. <laughs> um, and we don't get tired of it, right? Um, because at the end of the day, the 
best thing, and people ask me this all the time is, you know, how is it to work with your spouse, right? Um, for us, the best thing about that is that number one, we get to spend so much time together and it's good time together. Um, the second piece is, is something special when you're in business with someone that you have the exact same goals and mission and vision and drive, right? Um, so we're very much able to just bounce off each other at a certain level of trust and just respect and admiration to know that we're both moving the business in the direction that we've already envisioned for our family and for our future without there being any level of tension. So I, I truly appreciate that. And that gives us a great opportunity for us to really grow and take this thing um, to the next level. I think it's just been cool to watch it from the outside, seeing your different skill sets and how you can actually put those into a power zone and not have to like be worried about something that you're not great at because your your partner, which is even also because even for me, like the amount of hours I work, if I was able to spend more time with my wife, would be amazing. So I think it's really cool from the outside looking in, seeing how your your skill sets are different, but when they come together, the ability to create something amazing that you have for your business is just truly truly cool. And you should be really proud of that, both of you, um, that. because of that, that 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 amazing blend of yin and yang or whatever you want to call it. Like I look at it, my wife is extremely like. She runs a ship at the house and I'm like thinking to myself, there's no way I could do that. And I get, you know, blessings every day for like the, the balance of that is in a relationship. So it's really cool uh, to see that from the outside. Um, it's awesome. We got to know your role, right? So you both got to take on a position and a role and make sure that you own your role and your position and you give everybody else the authority to do the things that they do well. And then you're ready to go and take off. So let me ask you this question. You guys have, you know, from talking uh, in meetings with both of you, like you've had to rebuild the business multiple times to say, hey, we got to a certain threshold and then we had to change that, kind of go backwards a little bit to build it to the next level and then kind of go backwards again, go forward again. What is, what's your vision, right? So you're doing this for your daughters and then other people you can help out in the community. What's your vision? What's the impact of what you're trying to create? Yeah, uh, so just, you know, to all those ages out there, don't be afraid to break your business. I think that there are so many times where we're caught in a space and place where um, we're afraid to make the changes and change is supposed to be hard, right? Mm -hmm. I, when I look back at the eight years that we've been together, I think we at least broke our business twice, mm -hmm. right? Where we had years where we didn't progress. In fact, our production stepped back, but there were need, there were things that we needed to do to be able to set up the life and set up the business that we wanted for the next three years. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I think I want everyone to kind of think about. Um, and then the end goal is um, the end goal is 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 I, I think fluid. I think, you know, I've gotten to the point of, of my life where I don't have to have a static end goal. I just want some, a business that makes me feel good. I want a bit. I want a business that allows people to come into our business and grow. I want something that I feel happy that I'm going to every day. And if I feel like that I'm is something that I don't feel happy coming to every day, it's either one of two things. Either I need to change what I'm doing or I need to break it. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, that's that's the I really keep my vision the same. I keep my vision the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that for me, if I'm thinking about the end goal that we have, it, it really is about, you know, we've we've gotten to the place where we've built the amount of income that we know is going to be able to sustain us. Right. We've gotten to a place where we've been able to invest in real estate and properties at a level that we know that, you know, at the end of the day, we're not going to be buried with whatever we take with us. It's going to be able to feed our kids and probably our kids' kids for a while. So when I think about now what that end goal looks like, and to Alan's point, it, mor it morphs, right? So 
our end goal has changed a lot over the years, right? At first, it was an income threshold we wanted to hit, right? And then next, it was a number of, you know, real estate, um, you know, that we wanted to own, right? And then now our end goal is more like, all right, how do we get to enjoy the fruits of our labor and make sure that as we enjoy the fruits of our labor, we know we're not going to quit working, right? Wait, working is innately within us. That to Alan's point, that is very fluid, that we can move through our life enjoy our life and still be able to run a business that brings us joy, that brings us income and allows us to be able to leave behind some great generational just wealth and just just knowledge for our kids, right? Um, sometimes it's not just about what we're leaving them behind, but what the lessons that we're teaching them along the way and getting them more involved in it as well. Yeah, and I'll add just real quick. Um, now it's not just about our kids. It's about our team members' kids, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's about their, it's about building an organization that is big enough to be able to create like multi-layers of generational wealth. I've got people, we've got people on our team that we genuinely love, right? Like genuinely love. And that's the toughest thing about a small team <laughs> is that when people come and go, you've got a personal relationship with them. Like, yeah. but I'm starting to understand as a leader that the way that you, the way that you uh, keep people around you and keep growing with, growing with people is building opportunities that are bigger than just sales. B building bigger opportunities that are bigger than just them feeling good working with you. But can you see what their vision is and can you help them build that vision? Because if you can help them build that vision, then they'll help you build your vision. Yeah. I think what's cool for your, your all's <clears throat> progress, just watching this is just, you know, the, the ability to be humble enough to say, Hey, we got to break this to be able to move forward. But then really after you hit your income and betting on you, you're like, okay, the business really becomes a vehicle for others, people's lives and like the vision that they have for whatever they want in their life, right? Whether it's time, whether it's a house, whether, whatever that thing is. And I think what most people have to see is when you get to the level of success that you all have had, it does turn back to the people, right? That you're like, eh, does it really, you know, you guys are on your deathbed. You're like, oh, you know, we sold a hundred million. Great. Awesome. But it's actually going to be way more impactful to be like, here's the 20 team members that because they came into the AJ team, they might not still be with me, but I can look back at their success in the future and say, I was one of the platforms of their starting success and they wouldn't be where they're at if it wasn't without my leadership, training, process, people, productivity that you brought up. Right. But I think it's really cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And the other piece that we want to make sure we leave is this, our, our philanthropy, right? Just being very much involved in the community. Um, you know, we have a foundation called the Be a Blessing Foundation. And, you know, our next, when we think about our future, it is, how do we dive into that foundation and have a bigger impact on the community as a whole? Um, and that's what we're going to be focusing our attention on um, over the next, you know, several months is just really standing that up to be so strong that it really is um, a lever in the community to help other people to achieve um, their dreams through real estate and wealth. I think that's huge. So to wrap us up, I always like to hit with, you know, anybody listening, what are like one piece of advice? If there was one piece of advice looking back on all your years in real estate that you would give to somebody, what would that be? That's the man, Joe. Oh man, Joe, that's always a hard one because there's so many pieces <laughs> that we can give. Exactly, yeah. um, the thing that I would always say, and I'm sure this is not unique, right? Is that you have to run your own race. Um, I think that when we're in this game of real estate, um, we can see the shining lights and the bright stars, and we want to constantly try to keep pace with other people's dreams, goals, hopes, and aspirations. And we will put our own on the back burner because we're too busy trying to keep up. 
And so I would just say, make sure that you're focused on what it is that you want to achieve and what you want to accomplish um, so that you're running your own race and you're not just trying to keep up because that's when you get the satisfaction out of it. That's when you can really see the impact you can make because it's about what you desire and you want um, and versus what you think everyone else wants to do or wants to see you do, right? So just run your own race. Don't get too bogged down about what you see everyone else doing. That doesn't mean you don't push yourself or try um, to, to work above what you maybe initially thought, but it does mean that you should be thinking about what is it that you want to do, what impact you want to make, and how you're going to go about achieving that. I think that's, thank you, Chris. I don't know, yeah, there's no way, better way to wrap up this podcast because basically saying like, hey, you're an entrepreneur, you're in real estate, what is your goal, what's your motivator, and define that by you, and don't worry about anybody else on the outside because it doesn't matter, it's the life you're trying to build. I think that's huge, so thank you, Chris, like, amazing. Uh, so Crystal, AJ, thank you for the time today. Uh, you're doing amazing things out there and just everybody tuned in to Entrepreneurial Impact. You know, this has been a great one for AJ and Crystal and uh, tune into next week's episode as well and uh, have a great rest of your week. All right. Thanks for having us. Yeah.